Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Wrestling. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center. On the web at PennStateHealth.org. And the new Birdies Inn, where there's always something new with the old inn. Now, down to the mat, here is your announcer, Mike Boyer. And good morning, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and welcome to the 2023 Exeter Blue White Duels, brought to you in the Steve Nar Ruth Gymnasium here at the Exeter High School. We're about to get started here in a few minutes as teams are just getting off the mat. Coaches are double checking their lineups. Referees are going over last minute uh, officiating instructions. And Jerry, we're set for a long, outstanding day of wrestling here at Exeter. Can you hear me, Jerry? Yes, now I can. Okay. If only somebody had plugged in the uh, the ear portion to go along with the microphone portion. Oh, so, okay. So we need that. Yeah, so we need somebody who's a competent engineer ultimately is what we need. Yeah, we are in for a full day. It's going to be, I think, you know, Mike, whenever we come and do these duels, we it's it's so much fun. It is fun. You know, and the, the thing we get to see is we get to see for us Every few weeks, we get to come back and see five matches. And so we see our wrestlers progress from two weeks ago, a month ago. Right. And uh, even throughout the day, you'll see younger guys, like, progress and do things a little differently and, and uh, you know, learn from their earlier matches to do things in their second, third, fourth, and fifth round matches. So that's always exciting to see. But it's great just to be here. Uh, the extra blue-white duels has been on for many years uh, under Coach John Rugg for his tenure here and now. Coach Oswald has picked it up and, and taken it off. And we used to have 10 teams. This year we have eight. And so uh, a lot of formats are going to eight teams these days. Uh, what is the reason for that? Is it uh, to keep down travel costs? I don't know if it's travel costs so much as it is competitions. The number of competitions you can have, the number of events you can enter. You only get so many competition dates right. uh, during the season. You only get so many matches, so to speak. And so if you go to three dual team tournaments, well, that's 15 competitions. And so mm -hmm. you kind of limit yourself. Now, individual tournaments run differently because that only counts as like two matches. Okay. You might wrestle five, but it only counts as two. Okay. The competition doesn't, doesn't go as high. And so I think you're seeing a lot of teams go to these, these eight team now dual meets because one, one less match. And also, you know, it is a grind. I mean, you, we've seen it week in and week out uh, over the years that we've done wrestling here for Exeter that, you know, you come to a, a dual meet tournament and you have five matches and, you know, you see guys get hurt, you see guys come out of the lineup, and unfortunately, you know, five matches in one day is grueling. And I don't think people who don't wrestle completely understand that. Mike, we saw that uh, two weeks ago at Octorara where, who was it, injured Ga his ribs? Gavin Reiking. Gavin Reiking, Reiking the Viking. Yes. He, he, he injured his, his ribs right away, and he toughed it out through that first one. And we saw him five minutes later with ice on, and he yeah. was done. And you're right. He toughed it out, won the match, and yep. then we lost him for the rest of the day. Right. And you had commented um, during that as well that go back to 2022, we had – um, Michael Borja get hurt early on at Octorora the year yes. before, and yes. we lost him for weeks. And so, you know, again, dual meet tournaments are grueling, and, and this is a long, grueling day. Yes, it is. But you know what? I love it personally. Uh, it gets me out of the house, keeps me out of trouble. And you know what kind of trouble I can get into. Well, it doesn't take you leaving the house, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Uh, but no, so, folks, we are, we are getting set here in a few minutes again as uh, they're just making sure everyone is set. The referees are going over all the last-minute uh, instructions to all the contestants here. And so we're going to step away here for a few moments. We come back. It'll be Exeter versus Lackawanna Trail, the District 2 AA powerhouse from up in northern Pennsylvania. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network.
Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. Now let's get back to the match on the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back to Exeter Senior High School in the Stephen R. Ruth Gymnasium. Uh, captains are about to go out here as they're doing last-minute uh, table checks here with the clocks and everything like that. Jerry, a lot of good wrestling today. We're going to see, again, our first opponent for Exeter are the Lions of Lackawanna Trail, uh, a District 2 team from up north. 2A school, very good. 8-1 uh, in the season, 4-0. Um, they feature two outstanding wrestlers at 152. Max Bloom is 23-3. Uh, Max had a really nice season last year as he placed uh, last year um, second in their district. It was a, a regional qualifier. Uh, it was 27-14 last year, 23-3. And, and then the other wrestler they have that's outstanding is at 172 pounds. They've got Robbie Schneider, who's 23-0 on the season. Uh, Schneider is a hammer for them at 172. Uh, last season, he was 48-5, placed fifth in the state. Wow. 48-5 yes. blows my mind. Yeah. Well, we, we always talk about, you know, the 100-match the win up there, and you think one season you're halfway there. Right. You know, with 40-some 40, 40 wins. So he's got 121 wins in his career, and he's got two-thirds of this year to go yet. So, wow. um, so Exeter will put out their, their standard lineup here. Uh, we should see uh, right off the bat here uh, at 107 pounds, Cole Forsythe, Richie Orfield at 114, Ian Lubinow at 121, Joey Henderson at 27, Michael Borja at 133, Ashton Warshaw at 139. Not sure who we'll see at 45 today for the Eagles. Uh, could be one of two wrestlers. Could be Cody Manning or Angel Perez. At 52, Matt DePiro. At 60, Finn Strauss for the Eagles. At 72 and 89, we'll see a combination of Cody Morgan and Austin Cataldi. And then at uh, 215, we'll see Logan Wakeman and at heavyweight, Josh List. So extras lineup, pretty standard. Two places to move. Uh, I believe we're going to get three forfeits right off the bat here at 7, 14, and 21, which would be a good start for the Eagles as far as team-wise goes, but we'll see what happens. So I believe in talking to uh, Coach Yance for uh, Lackawanna Trail, their 14-pounder is injured today, not able to wrestle. Uh, interesting about Coach uh, Keith Yance, it's his 10th season at Lackawanna Trail. He's 107-76. Way back when... On the old time and calendar in 1981, Coach Yance was a uh, state runner-up for Hershey High School. 
And so very good wrestling pedigree. Uh, Hershey was a very dominant team back in the, the 80s and 90s. Uh, they've kind of fallen off the last few years. But again, um, you know, their high school coach was a real deal. You know? So the one thing, Jerry, if you find yourself looking to the left here on Mat 2, you will find Malvern Prep and um, Downingtown West. Malvern Prep is one of the top five teams in the country in prep school wrestling. In the country. And, and they may not lose many matches today. So you look over there, you're going to see a, a lot of studs. Now, they brought two teams today. <clears throat> That's how big their lineup is. Wow. So we were right there. Uh, Cole Forsight takes the first win here at 107 pounds with a forfeit, giving us 6 nothing. Richie Orfield just received a forfeit at 114 pounds. And Ian Lube now again forfeit at 121 pounds. That'll bring us to 127 pounds. This should be Carson Ware. Carson Ware is a sophomore, 5 and 14 on the season. A little bit of a change up here for our lineup. So this will be Gavin Reichen going out right now. So Reichen will wrestle here for Henderson. So we're going to bump our lineup all the way through probably to about 52. So let's see. So Reichen against Ware, 127 pounds, and we're underway. Starting a little head-to-head tie-up. Can we get a feel for where it tries a little throw by on the left side, not there, counter by Reiking, and then right back to the tie. Now, one of the tough things about a dual team tournament is when you wrestle in this gym for all your matches, and you're on the mat, and you look up the clock, and the clock is completely blank because the scoreboard's not used here. Where in a shot here, tries to work off to the left side. Reiking sprawls, gets to a front headlock, <clears throat> trying to turn the corner here, going around the left side, he has a cross face near ankle. Still no points here. Oh, they, they break free and they face off here. Another thing I don't like, Jerry, is we can't see the clock here. Yeah, I just okay, I, uh, I like just that. noticed that that it's uh, we've got it. They've got their yeah. back to us, so we cannot give the time of falls or anything like that. But and we also cannot correct them when they have the score wrong, as we well. had seen numerous times at Octorara. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was working for, you know, Jerry Galif Media and Octorara High School last week or two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen, no, I say, I take that back, you know. I, I never saw clock management that bad, but I, another shot here by Ware, countered by Reiking, tries to be behind it, no, does not finish it. He's got to get behind there and get two. I was at a dual team tournament last week for another organization, mm -hmm. and uh, they were like, oh, Reiking down, oh, there's no control here. I gave two, but I don't think there's two there yet. Referee gave Ware the takedown on a scramble, not sure how there was two there. Now he gives two reversal, but that's not even a reversal position. So it's 2-2 two, two here. Reichen trying to put where to his back. Not there. And that'll end the period of the 2-2 two, two tie. So we go to the second period. Where took neutral. So we're back on our feet here in the second period at 127 pounds. Currently the team score is 18-0. Again, we're going for the headlock. Trying to pop his head. Reichen tries to step over it. Turns him back through. He's going to get two out of this. Locks it up. He can lock up the cradle right here. Oh, he got himself back out front. He's got to stay behind. Now he tries to hip and throw Ooh. through. Not going to get it. He's going to get a takedown for Ware here. Two takedown for Ware. Where trying to hold on, Reichen gets to his feet. We got locked hands coming here. It's going to be penalty point one for Reichen. We're going to get a stoppage there. We got locked hands, both hands wrapped around both legs as Reichen came to his feet. Reichen will be down trailing 4 3, but an opportunity here to score and get right back in this match and tie it up actually or take the lead. So where works a, a near side tilt, tight ways here. There it is, he's got him over. One count there, Reiking singlet is actually falling off his body as it he is. slides down. Got caught on the headgear. Yeah. 
No points awarded there for the near fall. Just a one count by the official. Reichen trying to work to his feet. Now he tries to throw it, gets the reversal. Flipped himself through, and now has Ware on his back with a half Nelson. Hooks up the legs. There's the fall. Nice. I can tell you that pin was somewhere in a three-minute something mark, but unfortunately I cannot see the clock. But I can also tell you that runs the lead for the Eagles at 24 to nothing as we go to 133 pounds, and this will be Garrett Fowler for the Lions and Joey Henderson for the Eagles. Now, Jerry, we had a chance to see Joey Henderson come back after a long injury uh, two weeks ago at Octorora. Joey's got his record up to about 10 and 6 right now. Uh, had a tough weekend two weekends ago. Like to see him have a really good day getting himself set up here for the, the stretch run of the season. Yeah, he had to battle through a bunch of stuff there at Octorara. Yeah, he, he tried to just find his win and, and his wrestling stamina just wasn't there yet. Right. So Fowler and Henderson at 133. The Eagles lead the Lions 24-0. Garrett Fowler on the season is 18-5. So another very good wrestler. A sophomore who's 18-5 for the Lions. <laughs> Joey has seemed to run into a lot of tough guys this season already. Uh, Fowler was 22-16 last year and um, you know has had a really good season. Has won seven matches in a row. So this should be a good battle here for Joey uh, against a good wrestler. So Fowler in the shot. Has Joey up off the ground, takes him to the mat, returns him for the takedown. Nice takedown there by Garrett Fowler. Henderson based out to his belly here as a bar laces in on the left-hand side. We get a stoppage here. We've got blood time. We've got blood time, I think, on Exeter. So Henderson's got some blood. Blood, blood time coming. Take a break. Yeah, because the trainer's on the other mat. So, hey, we'll step away right now. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Eh. So as we come back, they put Joey Henderson in a referee's position. And no sooner does he get down, but blood just starts pouring back out of his nose. Mm. He's bleeding out of both nostrils. Um, now there's five minutes of blood time in wrestling. So they start the clock. Uh, when you're bleeding, they'll stop the clock to clean up. Yep. But this will restart the clock again. So it's a countdown five minutes down. 
if he would get to five minutes, which rarely does anybody bleed out anymore. Right. Um, if that were to happen, though, he would have to DQ the match and be disqualified. Mm. So the, the, you, you've got to get the blood stopped. But, you know, I've seen people literally shove cotton as far as the company does and just tape around your face just to keep it in. So, tape around the face? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. That's funny. It's more so up in the eyes when the eyebrows get cut. Okay. And they can't stop the blood. Right. They'll just gauze it, gauze it, gauze it, and just tape the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. So. They're still again, working. They're still working on Joey. He, he's got blood all over him again. Um, as we look over here at Malvern Prep. Oh, it's coming back. Downingtown West. We'll see how long this lasts. So, again, Henderson back down reference position, trailing 2-0 here to Garrett Fowler. Henderson to his feet. Fowler returns him. Henderson back to his feet here. Fowler returns him again by lifting and dumping him down. Laces the bar back in that left-hand side. Joey's going to work that left hand back on the mat now as he does there and kind of walk it forward. And he does that and he gets the bar out of there. Nice job by Joe Henderson to get the bar, but Fowler's right back on it. So he's either going to look to tilt this or, or run it. So let's see. He's rolling it back over the left side here. He has the wrist captured underneath. Henderson fights in, gets his wrist free, works back up to his base. So I'm not sure. Can't be a ton of time left here in the first period. And that'll end the first period. So it'll be Lackawanna Trails, Garrett Fowler's choice as he leads 2-0. He chooses down. So Fowler down. Henderson aligns from the right side here in referee position. Fowler quickly up to his feet. Steps back over it. Henderson throws the left leg in, trying to stretch Fowler out. Now he has them both in. Now he collapses the arms down. Fowler quickly to a left hip, trying to get the legs out. Henderson has the legs in. Works the cross face hard. Fowler back up to his tripod position. Tries to shake Henderson off. And he does. And he gets the escape. Nice job there by Garrett Fowler. Now leads 3-0 over Exeter's Joey Henderson. Fowler throws by here at a tie-up situation. Fowler gets behind for the takedown. I believe the clock did not start here when the, the period started. Yep, they're telling them to hold. So, so the referee understands, but he's going to let the action continue here. Because doesn't get up. There's a takedown by Henderson. So there was no takedown at work. I imagine referee's going to let him go out of bounds here, and then they'll talk about the clock situation. So Henderson with the takedown trails three twos. They go out of bounds, and now they're going to discuss the clock. Again, the clock didn't start. Referee checking with both teams how much time they want to take off the clock. So is that what happens? They they, they agree to a time? Yeah, you, you just estimate, hey, how much time do you think was off the clock that didn't run? And so then you agree to it and just move on. So one coach will say 45 seconds, the other one will agree to it. Well, I think the referee even said to him, hey, 15 seconds, they both said yes. Okay. Quick reversal on the restart here by Fowler. Gets the reversal, takes a 5-2 lead. Looking for a near side cradle. He has it locked up here. Henderson to his back. And Henderson is pinned by Garrett Fowler here in the second period. And that puts the Lions on the scoreboard, making it 24 to 6. Uh, yeah, Joey did a nice job of getting a takedown there. But Fowler is definitely you know, a very good wrestler. And Henderson's wrestling up a weight class. So those, those five, seven pounds make a huge difference. As we'll now put on the mat, one of the captains here for Exeter, Michael Borja. Borja comes in with a record of 25 and eight in the season. He is wrestling Ethan Lee. Ethan Lee is a 139 pounder, 24 and three. So this should be a good match here. Here's a question about Henderson for you, Mike. Was his breathing inhibited at all by having these things shoved up his nose? Would that have had an effect? It is, but not, not to the point that it would change anything okay. drastically. So a good match here before us. Ethan Lee, a senior at 139 pounds. As I said, Lee comes into today's match 24 and three. Takes on Michael Borja, 25 and eight. Michael's had a real good season here. Uh, and uh, this will be a really good match tuning him up for the second half of the season as we hit the stretch run. Borja takes a shot, countered quickly 
by Lee, and they're facing off feet to feet here, right in the middle of the mat on the white uh, outline silhouette of the Blue Eagle. Raw again with a shot to the right. Now he gets Lee down to his knees, back up here, and they break apart and on the feet yet. Lee shoots it right into Henderson. They're out of bounds. I'm sorry, against Borja. They're out of bounds. We'll get a restart here. Both wrestlers just kind of get a feel. Lee takes a shot to his right, a sweep single. Countered in hand, picked off by Borja. And again, they separate and they're back to neutral position here. Good shot there by Borja. Great setup. He gets the takedown. Nice job there by Michael. Showed a shot. Got Lee to react and then took the shot deep and finished it with a, a high crotch single. And now quickly working the right side is Michael Borja trying to get head lead off that right arm. Breaks Lee back down flat, has a good tight waist here. Trying to make Lee hold his weight. Lee sits back out, goes forward. Henderson, oh yeah, Henderson. Borja covers again. Driving him forward here. Breaks down with the head lever now. Tries to lace a bar through, misses it. Again, 2-0 Michael Borja over Ethan Lee. Borja Jr. You know, turns the corner, brings him back inbounds. Nice job there by Borja. Up, and that'll end the period. Borja's choice here, leading 2-0. He'll defer. Lee takes bottom. Quickly we start here, a sit out, counter and reverse, back by Borja, nice job there. Again, Lee tries to sit out this time, Borja trails behind us. We've got a lot of sit out and chase here, sit out and chase. Now Michael breaks him flat. Again, working that tight waist with the right arm across the belt of Lee. Working that head lever here, trying to get a bar through here. Now he's got a little bit of a tilt opportunity here as he has it across, rolls it over. He's got the tilt, he's got the count, at least a two count there. Two near fall for Borja. He now leads it four to nothing. As Ethan Lee tries to sit out, circle back through and they're out of bounds. So Borja leads it four nothing here, midway through the second period. As they're back to referee's position, Borja lines from the right side. Again, Lee sits out, and this time he gets the separation and the escape. 4-1. Michael's gonna go right back to setting up his shot here and getting a good shot. In on the rush on the left arm, now he circles back out. He's gotta watch the throw here as Lee's digging in, trying to get underhooks here. I'd like to see Michael move his feet a little bit more here. Lee goes for a little bluff headlock. Lee takes a shot to the right side. Borah counters it, tries to spin behind, he's not there. And he circles and walks himself back into the middle of the mat. So it's 4-0 here, a 4-1 here. Middle of the second period, past the halfway point. Again, we cannot see the clock as it's on the table facing away from us. It'll be Borja's choice in the third period as they're right now the bounds line. So still wrestling here as they Walk themselves back to the middle of the mat. You know, a lot of hand fighting here. Again, Borja's got to get some action and then get the shot. He created his opening the first period by bluffing a shot, setting it up, and then taking a shot on the reaction by Lee. And that ends the period. So before one going to the third period, Borja's lead. He's going to select bottom. And Lee gets on from the left side. We're underway in the third period. Borja quickly to his feet. Lee lifts and returns. Spiral right here by Lee. Right hand on the half. Left hand down on the pipe. Now he takes left hand across to a tight waist. Borja gets to his feet and there's the escape. 5-1 Michael Borja here. Shortly into the third period. <laughs> again, like to see Borja set up his shot. He took a great shot. Got in deep. Trying for it again. Gets a front headlock, gets Lee down. Can't capture the left arm, they're back up on their feet again. 
And they circle themselves back into the middle of the mat here. 5-1 lead for Borja, halfway through the third period. Headlock again for Lee. He's not going to get it, though. Borja's going to pop the hip. Lee is sitting on his hips. Borja's in his uh, four-point position. He's in good position. He's going to pop this hip as hard as he can. Going to get a stalemate here as soon as they can't do anything. Uh, Lee tries to circle off the front headlock. Now he's in good position to score. Borja counters, gets his hips down, and gets away. Good job there. Lee went from that headlock to uh, actually a three-quarter Nelson out front, but it wasn't there. So again, Borja has to stay away from a big move with a four-point lead. Situation where if I can't score, I'll give up a takedown, but nothing more. No takedowns to my back, but I'd like to see Michael finish here scoring on top. Five one as we wane down the last 30 seconds. Shot again by Lee, countered by Borja. Trying to get that front headlock, extend him out. Lee back to his feet. Now Borja shoots in. Doesn't get as deep as he got the first time. Kind of gets blocked off here. He's got to slide his knees up underneath him here. He's trying to get both hands wrapped around the left leg. Spin behind it for two is Lee. And that'll end the period with a takedown at the end. But Borja takes a good victory here. Five to three for Michael Borja. Running his record to 26 and eight. And that runs this score to 27-6. As we go to 145 pounds. Here comes Exeter's Ashton Warshaw. Ashton comes in today's match with a record of 17 and seven. The junior, uh, again, Henderson, Borja and Warhol have come together through ninth grade. They've been the same three weight classes, one after the other since their freshman year. And we're underway here. Warshaw versus Isaac Ryan. Warshaw right in the takedown. Ryan, a freshman, I believe. Yeah, he's 10 and 14 in the season. Warshaw with the takedown goes right to the cradle. And he has the fall. Wow. Very quick pin here. First period for Ashton Warshaw and the pin. And Exeter's lead now jumps out to 33 to 6 as we go to 152 pounds. Talk about getting your job done. Get your takedown, get your pin, and get off the mat. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, we, we saw a real hard-fought victory there by Borja, didn't we? Absolutely did. That gets a good wrestler, too. That's a real good win for Michael. Well, we talked about 152, Max Bloom, 23-3, and the senior from um, Lackawanna Trail. And he's got Matt DePiro, and he's in quickly on a single leg takedown. He trips and gets the takedown. So back up on their feet here as Bloom gives the escape to DePiro. It's 2-1. Now, I, I hate the headgear that Bloom wears. I think that headgear should be outlawed. Why so? Because it has a front pad right in the middle of your forehead, which means I can lead with my head all the time and not have the same punishment to my head as you have because you have nothing. And here's a quick dump by Bloom for a second takedown in the first period. He also receives two near fall points on the dump, so he now leads 6-1. Now he goes a little crab light here with the half Nelson, rolls it back over, puts Tapiro to his back. Mm. He gets the five count on the near fall, so referee's holding three. And there's the pin. So Max Bloom runs his record now to 24 and three here with a first period fall over Exeter's Matt DePiro. Why doesn't everybody wear that headgear then, Mike? Well, there's certain, gives some type of certain different opinions. Oh, okay. Um, some people think it's not how the sport's intended to be done, so I'm not going to do it. Okay. So Purists. now we're at 106. Finn Strauss for the Eagles. And this is Dean Ross. Ross, 21-2 and two in the season. He's quickly into the takedown here against Strauss. He has Finn flattened out as he's running a bar with the right hand and a half with the left. Now he gets the half off the bar still with the right hand side. And now Deegan's just gonna bring him back over, try and tilt him, now he's gonna run the bar around the other side. Strauss doing a nice job of fighting it off. Dean captures the left wrist. He's gotta run that bar arm forward instead of over top of him. That's why Finn's doing a good job of fighting it there. Now Ross slides across the back, trying to pull the right arm with him, and now he's going to circle the head. 
Again, good job by Strauss here to fight. Has just given up the takedown so far. Now, Deegan has, uh, Deegan Ross has both bars locked in here. And he puts Strauss to his back. A three count there. Strauss fights through, tries to roll through it. Strauss is almost off. Now he's stuck here. Now he's belly down. Good job. Three near fall, but good job of Finn Strauss to get off his back. Trailing five, nothing here. Another bar comes in on the right side. And again, he, he's got to understand when he comes back. Get his hands forward and his palms up. Can't leave his palms on the mat. That's how bars come in. Now that bar has been run over here by Ross. Put Strauss to his back. 20 seconds remaining in the first period, and there's the fall. Mm. So Deegan Ross gets the fall here at 160. He'll run his record at 23 and 2. And that'll run this team score 33 to 18 as we go to 172 pounds. And this looks like it'll be Austin Cataldi here. And this will be Cataldi against Robbie Schneider. Schneider finished fifth in the state last year in double A at 160, uh, 172 pounds. And so uh, a very good wrestler. Schneider's 23-0 in the season. Austin Cataldi comes into today's match with a 4-12 record. And we're underway here with a tie-up. Schneider in a low single. Sits on his butt, turns the corner, and there's the takedown. So quickly in the cradle, to his back goes Cataldi. He has the... Schneider has the five count as he holds the cradle on here. And so we get a takedown near fall three. Schneider gives a quick escape, a quick takedown again here. He has it seven with back points coming. Seven one right now, back points coming here against Austin Cataldi of Exeter. Two more near four points for Schneider. Mm -hmm. And again, this is not unexpected. When you, when you have a guy of the quality of Schneider, 23-0 in the season, again, a place winner last year at States, you know, it's always a pleasure to watch these type of kids wrestle. Works the bar on the left-hand side, traps the right wrist. Really does a good job of basing his frame over top of Cataldi. Now he runs that bar off the left-hand side. He's got the arm out. And there's the fall. So Ross Schneider with the first period pin. Again, this match is not over yet. Exeter jumped out to a quick lead of 24 to nothing. And now it sits at 33-24 as we go to 189 pounds. This will be Cody Morgan for the Eagles. Cody Morgan, son of Tim, school board member, all-around good guy, Mr. Community. There you go. He's Tim also... is actually listening. Is he really? Yeah, Tim's he a big... texted me yesterday and said, I can't be there, man. I got a Boy Scout thing, but we'll be listening. <laughs> Tim's a big microbrew guy. Those guys are all big microbrew guys. They know all the regions. I don't know any of that stuff, but mm. he, and, he and a lot of his friends are uh, travel all over, and they uh, know a lot about the microbrew business. Yeah. Not me. Uh, you know me. I'm just one type. That's it. So we're underway here at 189 pounds. Exeter's Cody Morgan against Bo Ware. Bo Ware's a senior. He's 20-5 and five on the season. Cody Morgan comes into today at 5 and 16. Morgan yep. a junior. We saw Cody at Octorara, and he wrestled. I don't remember who it was he wrestled. You might remember. But he gave up like 40 pounds to this kid, and he battled him to a standstill. I think he actually wrestled almost up 215 that day. I can't remember. Yes, it was. And for some reason, he was really wrestled way up. But yeah, it was. You know, well, he's given up a lot of pounds here, too. Uh, as Ware takes a shot and gets a takedown here. Starts the scoring at 189 pounds. Goes right to a near side tilt. Rolls through. Morgan rolls right through. No points there. Now a half comes in for the right side. Morgan sits out. Captured his left arm here by Ware. I believe that Lackawanna will forfeit the next weight class, though. Now Ware has the bar in deep. He runs around the left-hand side. Puts Morgan to his match back, and there's the fall. So that'll make it 33 to 30 as we go to 100, uh, 215 pounds. This will be Logan Wagner for the Eagles. I don't know if Lackawanna has a wrestler's weight. 
I believe they do. Okay, who are they putting out here? This is probably Seth Ross. Okay. So this is Seth Ross here. Another good wrestler. He's a 189-pounder being bumped up. Well, he's 22-2 he's and two in the season. Right into a headlock. Hits it. Puts Wegman to his back. Has the headlock locked here. And there's the fall. So takedown and fall for Seth Ross here, a senior. And that now makes the score 33 extra 36 Lackawanna Trail as we go to heavyweight and Josh Liss against Jonah Hauser. Hauser on the season is a senior, he's 19 and five. Liss comes in as a freshman, three and 17. The scales of justice are not in our favor, I believe as we hit the end here of the 285 pound match. And we're underway right to a tie up here over the heavyweights. Bumped a lot of power here. on that mat, Mike. Hauser bumps off right to a double underhook. Now he looks to shoot. Good job by List of counter it and get himself out of the situation. They circle back through. So Jerry, today's lineup as it goes, this match started at eight o'clock. Round two is scheduled to begin at 9.30. Exeter will take on Bristol, the Warriors of Bristol. Okay. There's the takedown for Hauser now as he spins behind. Flattens list down, lists up on his, his right hip. He's gotta get his sit out or get belly back down. Now he gets his hips flat, there he goes. So Hauser works a bar on the right side. Rolls over the left wrist. Josh works the bar out, trying to work his right hand forward. Hauser again, riding hard here. So again, Hauser on top, two nothing here. As the Lions from Lackawanna Trail lead the Eagles 36-33 here in the last match. And now Hauser working for a cross-face cradle. List captures the hand. Now he loses it. Now let's see if Hauser able to lock this up. Again, List sits out to his right hip. He, you know, not a great position to be in when you stop there. Uh, and someone has all the weight on you. So now he bellies down. Now Hauser pries the right arm back. Now he punches it through with the half. Puts List to his back. And there's the fall. So that'll finish it up here, round one. Exeter jumped out to an early lead with the forfeits, but could not overtake three pins at the end. Actually, Lackawanna Trail ran off the last five matches with five, five. straight pins. Six straight pins, I take it back. Six straight pins. Six. So yeah, so you're, you're not gonna win many matches when you, when you hit that part of your lineup. Um, so that'll wrap up round one here. We'll be back for all the details to wrap up this first match. But again, Exeter Eagles fall 42-33 to to the Lions of Lackawanna Trail. We'll be back with the recap of round one right after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Birdie's Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdie's has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdie's reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdie's Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. 
Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. And now back to the match on the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back here at the end of round one. Exeter takes a loss against Lackawanna Trail. The Lions beat the Eagles 42-33. Jerry, it was a match that started out really well for the Eagles. They went out, they got three forfeits to start at 7-14 and 21. Gavin Reichen goes out at 27 as we bump the lineup. Reichen goes out and gets a pin in the second period. Runs the score to 24 to nothing. Exeter goes out at 133 with Henderson. Henderson gets pinned. Borja and Warshaw come back and win. 39-45, Michael Bohr had a really nice match against Ethan Lee. We talked about both wrestlers were 25-plus winners. Uh, Michael did a really nice job, won that match 5-3. Ashton went out, quick takedown and pin. And then from there, the last six matches, Exeter gets pinned four times, six times actually, all in the first period. And the match just gets away from him very quickly at the end. Uh, it didn't take long until that just spiraled quickly out of control. Well, you mentioned in several of those matches that we had, uh, you know, very experienced, very good wrestlers. You also mentioned about state qualifiers last year. So, I mean, you know, when you're running up against experience like that, yeah, I guess it's going to happen. Unfortunately, and it did happen. It happened quick, as I said. Six first period pins in a row. Um, you know, I'm not saying that we're not getting better wrestlers against us, but we've got to do a better job of fighting. Now, you can't give us six pins in the first period all in a row. Dude, what are you going to do? Put yourself in a better position and... and, and you know, oh, okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, an old college football coach, you say when you got your butt kicked to you, don't complain about it, just get better. Right. You know. Um, learn from it. Absolutely learn from it. And again, in some of those cases, it was, it was, it was David versus Goliath, and Goliath had everything and david had no stones right so um right <laughs> great i have a leather strap <laughs> nothing else thank you hit him with it see what happens <laughs> yeah get him angry a little bit and see what happens so <laughs> so as we go to round two which will be again at 9 30 extra will be taking on the warriors of bristol they come into today's match seven and eight uh they did not wrestle the first match today so they had the bye um and so, again, the way the dual team tournament is set up today, four mats, two in the main gym, two in the aux gym. Uh, there are eight teams here. Um, and so four on in our mat, four on in the other room, and uh, rotating through. And so, you know, opportunity for us to get a lot of wrestling. Right now we're going through some JV matches. Again, getting guys some experience on the mat. Uh, you film it, you go back, you watch it, you see little things, and again, just try and hone that craft to get better. but So a tough loss here for Exeter. Again, had a chance where if they could have, you know, two guys who just fight off pins, you know, you're right there in the match. And that, that's, that's the disappointing part. Mike, is there something to be said for these dual meets in that, okay, so we just reeled off six uh, straight losses, right? The coaches to get with those wrestlers and go, okay, here's what I saw, bing, bang, boom. Now you get to try it again in 45 minutes. Yeah, and I, and I think the one thing you do is you, you don't try and do, like, you, you work on one thing. You, right. You kind of say, hey, here's the one thing I want to see you do better in the next match. Right. I, I don't want you to think about a thousand things. Yep. Let's just do one thing better, whether it's hand placement, head placement, stance, um, you know, stop reaching and, and leaning in. I want to see you more in a, in a balanced position. Small, I, I want to see you get a better starting position on bottom. Or, again, we saw a lot of bar arms here. And those pins. You think he's so, so to me, I'm telling these guys, hey, when I get taken down, I can't go palms down, elbows up. I've got to get my elbows on the mat, get my hands forward, and I've got to work my hands to keep the bar out. Right. Because once I put that, that palm down, it opens up my arm. There's no other way. That elbow opening is there, and now I either get a half or a bar pulled mm -hmm. into it, where if my palm is down, my, my elbow is down, and my palm is up, I take away that opening. Right. And so we have a lot of guys getting taken down, putting their hands on the mat, palms down, and they're opening up both windows of opportunity. It's a natural inclination for balance, isn't it? It is. It truly is. And so, so you got to fight nature. <laughs> yeah. you got to fight nature. you got to fight the fact that you've been told this a thousand times in your life. Palms up, hands out. Right. Not palms down, elbows up. Yep. 
And so that's the difference there and what you see. But again, you know, tough match. And again, Exeter, Exeter's probably a year away from being ready to compete and, and, and be a, um, a county-recognized team again. You know, you look at our lineup, we don't have many seniors. We, we have very few seniors in our lineup. Um, when you look at our lineup right now, you've got a freshman at the first two weight classes in seven and 14. You have a senior at 21, and then you have the three uh, juniors with Henderson, Borja, and Warshaw. You throw in another junior there who kind of fills in the lineup at Riking. You go to Matt DePiro, who's a junior as well. Finn Strauss, who's a junior. Cataldi and Morgan are juniors. Wegman is a freshman, and Liss is a freshman. So literally, you're putting one senior on the mat each match, and we talked about, you know, just, you know, the flip side of it is when you look at the match of what we just wrestled, it was all seniors at the top of the lineup. You, you look at Lackawanna Trail, just out of, you know, saying, hey, who did what? But senior, 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 senior. You got six. Okay, six to one. You know, yeah. it's 13 weight classes. Yep. You know, and, and that's, that's, that's what you see there. So, again, Exeter has to mature. They've got to continue to work. You know, um, junior high program does a great job here. You know, they've got Coach Bush down there who's getting guys ready to come up and wrestle high school. You see it with Cole Foresight. You see it with uh, Richie Orfield right now. We saw it last year when uh, we had guys like um, Gavin Gearing and Conlon Boyer. Um, I think we had another freshman, too. But we had freshmen come and wrestle, and then we have the same thing this year. You just got to keep it going and get those kids up and kind of pack it in. Now, the bad part is we lost both freshmen from last year this year. They're not in the team, so, you know, it doesn't help us. Um, it's kind of a waste of year for the program. But nonetheless, um, Exeter has a chance during the second round to come back, make some of those adjustments, and be successful. And so we'll be back um, in a few moments here as the Bristol Warriors are taking the mat now to get warmed up for the second round match. Exeter versus Bristol Warriors coming up here around 9.30. So we're about a half hour away. We're going to go to music here for about 20 minutes and then we'll bring it back and update you on where we are. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Thank you for joining us for this broadcast of Exeter Wrestling on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at pennstatehealth.org and the new Birdies Inn where there's always something new with the old inn. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellip Media. Good night.